0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is Friday, August 4th, officially the end of the week. Hopefully, you guys are doing pretty good with your option trading and your dividend stock trading. Now, I like to use several different trading strategies. One is dividend capturing, where you buy the stock and you capture the dividend. Hence the name Dividend Capturing. But years ago, Dividend Capturing used to be buying the stock, capturing the dividend, and then selling it after the dividend is paid out. Okay, I see a minor flaw with that. Because when the dividend's paid out, the stock price usually has a tendency to go down. So how do we alleviate that or bypass that? Okay, buy it two weeks before the EX date. Then you get to collect what's co- I like to call the stock run up because the stock has a tendency to go up before the EX day because people like to capture that dividend or to collect a dividend. Anyway, to me, that's a lovely idea. However, with the invention of the stock option back in the early 1970s, I believe it was 1973, um, allows you to sell someone the option to buy it from you at a certain price by a certain date. And for that privilege, they get to pay you what is called a premium. It's kind of like an insurance payment. They originally invented the option to protect against losses. So if your stock ran up, you would buy a a put option. So if the stock went back down, you were guaranteed that somebody would buy it from you at that price. Well, then they came up with the call option, which allows someone to buy a stock from you at a certain price by a certain date. Okay, so let's work the equation backwards. I buy the stock, and I sell someone the right to buy it from me for the exact same price I paid for it. They paid me a premium. Now, the premium can be almost anything because there's no real rhyme or reason, and there's no really rules to what it should be. If your stock is 100 bucks, then your premium should be this. No, it doesn't work that way because the option is affected by a whole bunch of different crap anything from the current interest rate to the amount of time left until the expiration to the volatility of the stock movement on a weekly basis there's so many let's say ingredients to the recipe all right you're baking a cake you have 15 ingredients you're selling an option you have 15 ingredients and each one affects the option price accordingly i like the time value one because regardless of all that other crap there's only one consistent and that is time because time ticks away tick 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 it reminds me of one of my absolute absolute favorite songs by Aerosmith every time I look in the mirror all these lines of my face getting clearer yeah 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 time goes by nothing you can do about it but you can't buy time but you can sell it Alrighty, so if I buy Ford at, let's say 13 bucks and I want to collect the premium on it and I sell someone the right to buy it from me at $13, I have a choice. I can sell the current weekly option, which can be anywhere from eight to one to eight days. Okay, then I can do a monthly option which is every third Friday of the month. Now, each time you sell an option, depending on the day you sell it and the day it expires, that's time value. So if I sell next Friday's option, that's six days. That's five days next week and one day this week, okay? Come Monday, the value of that time is gonna decrease because now there's only five days. On Tuesdays, it's gonna decrease also because there's only four days. All right, so how do you tell which one to sell? Well, that's only, that's gonna be a personal decision. For me, I personally like to do five days or four days. I like to buy a stock on Monday or Tuesday, sell sell someone the right to buy it from me on uh, the, the coming Friday, which is only four or five days, depending on um, if it's Monday or Tuesday. That way, I get a nice size premium. Could I do it the prior week? Yes, I could, but they would interfere on the prior week's play. That means I can't sell next week's option on Ford until this week's option on Ford expires, or I'm called out. Now, what does called out mean? That means if I sell someone the right to buy it for 13 and it's at $13.10, which is what it's at right now, they have the right to buy it for me at 13 cents. I mean $13. Bucks. I can't sell someone else the right to buy it next week at $13 bucks until this one expires. So it's kind of like starting over every Monday. And lo and behold, there's the bell and we're off to the races. Well, Fridays, I normally don't do a podcast especially in the morning, because there's not a whole heck of a lot I can do other than check to see what the positions are and get prepared for the closing. Because the closing happens at four, whether I'm ready for it or not. And if you are aware or you are paying attention, I think it was March or April, I wasn't paying attention one Friday afternoon. I got caught up with some work and I got bit in the butt for the tune of 30,000 bucks. I sold some, I sold an option. I didn't come back to close it out or check on it. And I ended up getting called out. And lo and behold, I was $30,000 in, $30, in the hole. We like to call that a learning event. You can call it whatever you want. I call it a fuck-up. <laughs> I mean, no, let's call a spade a spade, a heart a heart. It, it, it is what it is. I wasn't paying attention. I got distracted. I lost 30000 bucks. Okay, is my worst day ever? No. My worst day ever, I think, was 91000 That was decades ago. Definitely learned my lesson on that one, but we'll get into that on another day. So that's my little rant for the morning. Let's see where the positions are. And remember that I am going to be back here at 3.30 today to find out exactly what the positions are going to look like. Well, what they actually do look like and what am I going to do about them, all right? All that being said, first one on the list is Ford. Now Ford, I don't see why. All right, tastes the fourth. So I want to go back to the fourth. There it is right there. Okay, so the fourth was the high of the 30-day period. So 30 days ago today, Ford was at the 30-day high at 1542. It also hit it again on the 12th. What was that five days later six days later from there you got your profit taking it drops and drops and drops and drops and drops I can keep going because you know drop like 27 days <laughs> anyway the new low was yesterday at 1286 now I don't know about you but Ford at 1286 come on people we have Ford hold on I'm gonna go quickly look into the book value of Ford ten dollars and45 cents all righty I can deal with that, all right? Now, worst case scenario, if the market falls apart, I'm getting $10.37, whatever that number was. Believe it or not, I'm getting old, and I just forget what that number was, and I looked at it not even five seconds ago. It is what it is. All right, so the book value on Ford is pretty close to the actual market value, so I'm pretty much okay with buying Ford on a consistent basis. And there is a list of these companies that I really don't mind buying and just holding on to Ford's one, um, AIG's another, Bank of America's another, General Motors is another. Uh, I'm going to make a list, put it together, and that's going to be available on our website once we get it up and running. But that's neither here nor there. So anyway, Ford, where am I at this moment with Ford? Alrighty then. I sold someone the call, the $14 call to buy from me. Because I got 3,100 shares at 1,376. I sold someone a right to buy them from me at 14. And I collected a premium. Granted, it wasn't the greatest premium in the world, but that one appears to be expiring worthless today. I really don't think this thing's gonna go above 14 today. Really? I mean, come on, think about it. 14 today? No, I don't think so. Could it? Yes, it could. But is it possible or probable? Well, possible, probable. Yes, probable no. So it's probably not going to go above 14 today, but there is a high possibility, an extreme high possibility, that it will stay above 13 today. Because I did sell 60 puts on the for the 13. So if it goes below 13, I'm going to be the proud daddy of 6,000 additional shares of Ford at 13. Do I mind? No, I really don't mind because, let me quickly, to give you an idea, the 13 for next week at this moment in time is going for $0.28 cents a share. That's 2% return right there on Ford, a 100-year-old company. Okay, I to think, a uh, 120-year-old company because they incorporated in 1903, I believe. Or was that Holly Davidson? No, Harley-Davidson was 1903. Ford, I don't remember. But anyway, it's over a 100-year-old company. And there is a shit ton of open interest contracts on Ford. The highest one at this moment in time is the 13.5. But the 13 is 7,100 contracts out there in the world somewhere. Anyway, there's quite a bit. The 7,700 contracts. 1550 puts on ford at this moment in time but hey it is what it is all right all that being said like i say i have no problem whatsoever buying ford at 13 come monday morning perfectly okay with it because what i'd end up doing is besides the fact of having oh holy shit let me count that up because i got 3100 shares now back to my view my positions Thirty-one hundred shares now, and that's another six thousand shares. So that's ninety-one hundred shares. That's almost ten thousand shares of Ford. Wow! And with the premium right now at the thirteen at twenty-eight cents a share, ten thousand of them, or nine thousand one, nine thousand three hundred, whatever the number is, that's a nice chunk. But, here's the thing. I'm not 100% sure I can afford those. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that means, i got to figure out, am I buying these back, come four, I mean, 3.30, 4 o'clock? Am I letting them, letting them expire? Or, am I letting them get filled in, dealing with it on Monday? Because, if I let deal with it on Monday, I'm going to have what's called a margin call. That's what you broker calls you up and say, hey, you gotta make a deposit or you gotta sell something, which I got no problem with that because I got um, a few other stocks that looks like will be sold today. If not, I'll, I'll worry about the math when it's time to worry about the math. And I usually worry about the math on Saturday evening. Why Saturday evening? Well, because the options actually expire on Saturday, not on Friday on Saturday. Why? I honestly don't know. But there's nothing you can do on a Saturday. So what's the point of them expiring on Saturday? I don't know. It's neither here nor there, but it is what it is. So I can't do anything after four o'clock. So around 3.30, quarter, four, I will balance it out and see what exactly what I'm going to do. Until then, I'm going to ignore it because we have a whole day of trading ahead of us. Kimberly Clark is next on the list, KMB. Now, KMB, we already know I'm into this at 143. It hasn't seen 143 in months. So what am I doing with Kimberly Clark? I'm doing absolutely nothing but collecting premiums every single week. Okay, so I go back one day, here we go. 30 days ago, today we're sitting at 137.93. We got the high of the 30-day period on the 24th. That was last Monday. Now, got your profit taking, and I found a new bottom here at the 128.50 area. Yesterday was an update, which is always a good thing. Oops. Oh wait a minute. No, no, no. Sorry. Wednesday was an update. Yesterday was the low of the 30-day period, 128.43. Now, with KMB, I did sell. The 133 calls 10 cents a share granted it's only 40 bucks but hey i'm perfectly okay with it because it's forty dollars i didn't have earlier and forty dollars a week granted it's not a lot but it changes every week next week will probably be different because i'll most likely sell the 131s next week keep a good eye on it i like to go three strikes out of the money on this stock and three strikes out of the money let's quickly see what that's going to be next week KMB, we're at 130, so 132s are going for 10 cents again. All right, so I got no problem with that. I could do the 131s, but that would make me a little uncomfortable. Okay, the 131s are going for 30 cents a share, but we'll check on that when the time comes, and that is not right now. Next on the list is PPG. What did PPG do? Look, the last 30 days for PPG. All right, I don't think I like this part of the uh, one-year chart. It's moving too slow for me. Ooh, that got to hurt. Give me a second, and I'll tell you exactly what that was. All right, so yesterday... We're sitting at um oh, sorry, thirty days ago we're at one forty nine twenty-three. Thirty day high was one fifty-two eighty-nine. And this thing has done nothing but fall over itself. It's like falling down the stairs. Yeah, you know, that type thing. Thirty day low was yesterday. And that was one forty one fifty-four. Okay, I'm into PPG at one fifty, more than likely this stock option that I sold, 149. It's going to expire worthless. But here's the thing. Next week, I get to collect the dividends on PPG. I'm okay with that. I mean, that's the reason why I bought it in the first place, to conduct the dividends. So I collected a premium last week. I collected a premium this week. More than likely, I'm going to collect another premium next week. I don't think I'm going to be selling the 150. I'll probably just keep carrying this. I'll probably sell the 144 or the 145. And what does that look like? PPG next week. The 144 is going for 50 cents. The 145, I'll probably do the 145. It's going for 35 cents. Okay, I can deal with it. Um, 35 cents, 500 shares, 170 bucks, something like that, which is a little over one-tenth of the way (coughs) to my goal. All right, Target, TGT, TGT. Yep, this one's going to bite me in the butt. And this happens once in a while, so you do have to be leery of what you do when, when you do it. Okay, so 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 134.49. We got the 30-day low at 128.55, and that was on the 17th, two weeks ago. Our 30-day high was last week at 138.28. And Monday... Target looked good at the 135. Alrighty, so this is gonna be a tough choice. Do I buy back the option or do I suck it up and take possession of thousand shares of TGT at 135? Let's take a look at Target 135 for next week. It's going for buck four. Okay, I can live with that. Now uh where was I? WBA Wells Fargo. W B A. Now I do have Wells Fargo in another account. WBA and um I'm happy with that position. WBA 30 days ago right there. Alright. <clears throat> 30 days ago today we're at 2951. We got the 30-day high that was a double bottom oh sorry the seventh this yeah the, sorry the fifth and the sixth was double bottom okay 28.67 got a 30-day high at 31.32 that was last thursday now we're sitting at 30.31 and where am i with, with this Okay, I got 1,600 shares at 29.88. I sold the 30 calls. This is probably what's going to happen. If it stays above 30, I'm going to have all that cash back, which is nice, and I'm going to collect an additional 12 cents because my average purchase price was 29.88. Now I sold someone the right to buy it from me at 30. I collected the premium. Thank you very much and now I get to collect an additional 12 cents as long as she stays above 30 at the end of today. I'm okay with that. Um, And last on my list is U.S. Steel. Now, U.S. Steel already paid out its dividend. That's probably why the stock dropped the last two days. Let's look at the last 30 days so we can give you the numbers, because we always love looking at the numbers. 30 days ago, today we're sitting at 24.67. Very next day, 29 days ago, we're at the 30 day low at 2273. Okay, nice escalation to the 2594, which was last Thursday, and that was the high. And uh, today, she just opened it up at 2426. Now, let me quickly read you my position. At 300 shares at 2501. I sold some of the right to buy it at 25. Okay. So, could that go above 25? Yeah, it could. Is it going to? Don't know. She didn't hit 25 yesterday. So, the odds of it hitting 25 today are a little bit less. There's going to be a lot of people jumping on US Steel to get this thing above 25. Just don't know. But here's the thing. If it doesn't go above 25, I will keep my 300 shares at 25, and then I'll have a choice. And it's going to be an interesting choice at that. I got 20 contracts, 25 on US Steel. I have contracts on on, on Target to buy that, and I have contracts on four, So I have three puts that have to be dealt with today. And I can almost guarantee you, actually, I'm 100% certain I don't have enough money to do all three of them. So this is what we call another learning moment. It's not here yet, but it's rapidly approaching because it's quarter of 10, and I have until quarter of 4, for one of these three companies to do something to save me from myself. (laughs) But it is what it is. I am where I am. And this is a good learning moment for those of you that like to play with this kind of stuff. Now, if you buy the stock and sell the option, hey, there's really no risk there. But if you sell a cash-covered put, there is a risk. Granted, I don't mind owning uh, U.S. Steel at 25, because I already bought it at 25. So yeah, buying more at 25 doesn't really bother me. WBA, which is um, nope, no puts on that one. Target, I do not mind owning Target at 135. Would I prefer not to, yeah, considering it's at you know uh, what is it at now? Hold on a second, let me open it up, see what it's at. Target. It's at 133. So she did open up higher than she did yesterday. So could it, it's a good possibility that Target could go over 135 today because she gapped up today. So she opened higher today than she closed yesterday. That makes me happy camper, but it's still in down motion because she opened up at 133.80 and it's at 133.64 at the moment. Okay, or 133.48. Okay, so it's going to flounder around. If it goes to 135, I'll be happy camper. That way I won't have to deal with it. But until then, I'm not going to worry about it for the day because there's really nothing I can do until quarter of four. I mean, I could, but I'm not going to because I'm not going to sit in front of my computer all day. That being said, let's see how it unfolds because I'm kind of excited to see how it works. You guys have a great day, and I'll see you again at... 3:30 3:30 quarter four. Have a great day, and I'll see you later. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-minute trader. And as I promised earlier, I'm back. It's right around 3:20, 3:30. Gotta take a quick look at what's going on to settle up some of these positions. And to be totally honest with you, I'm a little nervous of the three puts that I sold. Kind of like those spreads. Every once in a while, one of them will come to bite you in the butt. So here we go. Let you see what's going on. All righty. So I have a decision that I'm going to need to make because I'm taking a look at this and it's not looking like a happy camper. Well, not really, you know, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Ford, top of my list. Oops, I got to open this up a little bit more. go. Where am I? I am right there. The fifth. Fourth, fifth. All right. 30 days ago today with Ford. I think we did this this morning, but let me just go over it again. 30 days ago from today, we're sitting at a high of 1542. Hit it again on the 12th. And from there, it's just tumbled like a Uh, Like a a mother-in-law down the stairs. I don't know how you want to say that one. That's probably a terrible thing to say. I like that. It just kept dropping and dropping and dropping. So you get the high of 1542, 30 days ago. And she kept falling and falling and falling. Help me. That, 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 that uh, example that Eddie Murphy did in Raw. Oh, help me. I'm falling down the stairs. Help me. Please, God, go. I don't know if you guys remember that, if you ever seen Raw with Eddie Murphy. I can't get up. Guys, I forget. Or well, how about, I've fallen and I can't get up. All right. Anyway, Ford has fallen. And, and it doesn't look like it's getting up today. We're sitting at 1282. Great place to pick some up. But here's the thing. I sold my options for someone to buy my Ford for me at 13. That don't look like that's going to happen. So I'm going to take my Ford into next week. Okay, no big deal. Here's where it becomes a big deal. I sold off 60 contracts at 13. It's at 18 cents now. So effectively I'm going to lose 5 cents a share. All right, so I'm going to write that down to figure out what my potential could be there. All right. We have 6,000 shares times 5 cents. Because I'm out 5 cents on this one. 5 cents is not a big deal. But when you got 6,000 of them, you know what? That's only 300 bucks. So that's not that big of a deal. 300 bucks. All right. KMB. Kimberly Clark. KMB. Wow sorry uh, yup what the hell was that (laughs) all right um 10 uh, 30 days ago from today 30 days ago today we're sitting at that high at 137.98 That right high 137.98 okay and then we have another high which is actually the high of 724, which is 138.16. Now, here's your second mother in law falling down the stairs. Oh, help me, I can right, But it keeps falling down to 120. I should probably stop using that. 128.09 today. You know what? Thank you for the money. I sold off my 133s, collected that premium. That's going to carry me into next week again. That one. PPG. Is this one? Everyone falling down the stairs today. It's just not a happy thing. Where are we? Right here. Here we go. 30 days ago today, PPG sitting at 149.23. We got our 30 day high at 152.89, and that was on the 18th two weeks ago. Okay, so this one drops, hits the bottom at 139.92. That was yesterday. She's bouncing off of that. All right, I got to do PPG again because apparently somebody called in and stopped recording. So PPG didn't fall all the way down. We got our 32 high on the 12th, and that was 152.50. Okay, she dropped to the bottom. The bottom was 139.92. That was yesterday. Okay, great. So if the bottom was yesterday, today's a little bit of recovery. We're sitting at. 140.78. All right, no big deal. We collected a premium last week. We got one this week. We're going to carry this into next week, collect another premium, and then we're going to collect the dividend. And if I have to hold on to PPG, I really don't consider it as having to. I get to hold on to it because PPG is a good company. They've increased their dividends plenty. Um, they're probably going to continue doing it. And if they don't, they fall off that. Prestigious list. I don't know if it's I div- I don't think it's a dividend king, but I'm pretty sure it's a dividend achiever, which is 25 years or more of increased payments to their shareholders. Now, once you get to that point, who wants to be the CEO saying, "All right, I understand we've cl- increased dividends for 30 years straight. I'm not going to increase it this year. I don't think investors are going to be happy with that, dude." So a lot of them don't do it. They continue to increase the payments. Regardless of what's going on, they want to stay on that list because just being on that list makes them a top choice when it comes time for people to invest their money. Where do you want to invest your money? You want to invest into a company that continues to increase and share their profits. I mean, that's what I want. You know, I want a company that I'm happy, safe, and I think complacent would be a good word here because I'm not looking for, for huge gains. I'm only looking for that 1%. 1% is really not that much. So I wouldn't want to be the CEO that cuts the profits. Anyway, I think uh, Yumbo did that a few years ago. Uh, Not Yumbo, Yum. Y-U-M. Yum Brands. They were a dividend king. I think it was like 52 years of increased dividend payments. And then for some strange reason, one year they didn't increase their payments and they fell off the list. Can you imagine that? Fifty-two years of increasing your payments, and for whatever reason, you didn't do it for one for one uh, one quarter. You drop off the list. That's I, I don't know. I, I don't know how that guy sleeps at night. You got th- thousands, maybe.